Hello and welcome back to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milcrease. Sunday Kirk, Scott Charlton. And joining us again is the lovely Sophie Purvis. I'm, I'm, I'm a meat kind of man. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's not going to be pleased. Hey, Kathy, you shouldn't be telling me, I should be telling Scott. Off. Yeah, and then meatloaf appears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've just been doing some more covers. Uh, so, yeah, we thought we'd do a podcast while we're here. And we're going to pretend that uh, it hasn't been like three weeks since we've done one. So... <laughs> so yes, it's been a, a hot minute, but to be honest, we've all been very busy. So it's been a hot minute, Ari. It, it, it's, oh, it's definitely been a hot minute. I said that to my mum, and she was like, "What's a hot minute? That must be like oh, a, a, a generational thing. Must be, yeah, because she didn't know what it meant. I had to explain. It was it's, it's a while. It's a while. <laughs> so what have we been up to? Well, I was gonna say weeks been go, but again, it's been a while since been a, we've done been lots of weeks. gigs. We have. In the, I can't remember them all. When was the last podcast? Um, it was the back after Amsterdam one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Week, the week you got back from Amsterdam, which right. was... But then it went out the week after. So then... Oh, it's been a it's few like, weeks. It's like, time doesn't exist, does it? It's no, just, it doesn't. Oh, just... <laughs> Aye. But yeah. that's the effect of the uh, Lime Tree time machine. <laughs> We're still oh. yet to do that. <laughs> I know. Oh, so... We could ask Sofa. We could ask Sofa. We'll ask Sofa. We'll, so- we'll circle back to that. We'll circle. You don't know. Do you know what that is? I listen every week. Oh, yeah. Sofa knows all that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll circle She's back to it. that. We'll circle back to that. Right, so gigs... This yeah. week, anyway. Gigs this weekend have been good, pretty uneventful. Ah, you are Um We Cheers. were in Berwick <laughs> on... <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> We'd been in Berwick on Friday. Yeah. And then we had a gig with your good self. Yeah. We all thought... I'm sure you can talk a bit yeah, more we'll, about that. Yeah, we'll talk that. about that um, a bit, aye. But then we were in Bolton on the night time, which was easy. Oh, yeah. And then we were... Where were we last night? We were in Stockton at Malleable Social Club. Yes. Nice one. That was okay. I know it's been a pretty easy weekend. Not grand, but pretty easy. Very hot. Yes. Very warm. It's been the first time in a while we've seen Robin Kelvin without jackets on. It's very weird. They came out in just waistcoats. Really? Not just waistcoats. Oh, that would oh. be weird. <laughs> but... It's like a steampunk vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very warm. Yeah. I, so. I'm ready for it to be cold Not. again. Like, for, for context, we're currently going through the massive heat wave. Um, that's been, to be honest, it's been going on for a few weeks. And months at this rate yeah yeah it's been really really hot um and i am not a heat person um we are built for different climates really see i don't mind it me you, you like enjoy it whilst yeah. it lasts i like the heat might as well enjoy it yeah you do yeah I, i'm i'm just i'm I'm ready for a, for a change now i think i think it's because i like being outside but i do too um but <laughs> just not in the heat no no <laughs> it's like you know when you know when you're ill and yeah. you can't remember being well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I can't remember yeah, yeah. it being cold. Like, I, I can't remember what it <laughs> yeah. feels like. You, you've hit the nail on the head there, like, definitely. Yeah. But then the minute it's cold, you want it to be hot? No. Yeah? Well, I do. Yes. <laughs> no, because right, I, I like I'd rather it be cold. I like wearing layers. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I'm a jumper kind of guy. It's so. just more to carry. <laughs> if you're wearing it, it's fine. Like, it's, it's you know, that's that's fine. Yeah. I can't wait for it to be cold again. It'll be a lot easier, especially with gigging as well, because at least then you're not like... That is true. You yeah. know. Yes, it's not fun climbing several flights of stairs. And then having to set all your gear up. And then having to set everything up. And just knackered. Oh, and yeah. clubs are warm anyway because they're full of old people and the heating's on regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's very true. Yes, yeah, it'd be nice when it's cool again. How were your gigs, Soph? My gigs were okay. I did a, a wedding in Durham on Friday at the Radisson along the river. That was Ooh, very nice. nice. That was very nice, actually. No buffet. So I was a bit disappointed. No buffet. Oh, no buffet. 
It's the highlight of me wedding gigs. <laughs> it's getting fed. <laughs> it's me buffet in the middle. No buffet, no That's food. what you're playing for. Not for no. the wedding, for the buffet. Nothing. Um, Saturday with you, obviously. And then the Heat and Buffs Club. The oh, worst the loading yeah. in the world. Yes. What a great uh-huh. loading that gig is. However, aircon though. They had aircon. Oh, did they? They did. That was all right. Swings around That's always a nice bonus, that, isn't it? When you get into a club and the aircon just hits you and you walk in. It's yeah. not very often, but when it does, you enjoy it. I was at Stack on Sunday, which was actually cold because the fog, because we were playing at like six, oh, and the fog right. had like settled down. It was like really eerie. Like, is that the word eerie? Stack is even by a beach, I should point out as well. That's why it's. Oh, yeah. it would have been even worse there. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, right. So it was like really sunny when Did I left. Did you see the audience? Yeah, I could see the audience, but you couldn't really see the sky. Oh, but I like, that was cool to play. When, to be like, when I set off, though, it was like sunny, and like you just drove into Seaburn, and then it was just like pff, fog. Were you saying that like the stage was like a bit wet because yeah, of yeah, the, the stage was wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you a picture when we came out as well because you know how like Morrison's is across the thing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see Morrison's. It was yeah. just yeah. I don't know. It'd be quite cool. The gig in those conditions, like, but it's, yeah. it's strange though because I was there during the day and it wasn't like that at all. Oh, so you were, yeah, it was yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, I did a wedding. On Friday as well at Hardwick Hall in Sedgefield. Yes. Uh, that was a good laugh. That was really nice. Um, it was really hot. And like I set up in my jeans and t-shirt. Uh, and then I went to go get changed into me snazzy wedding outfit. <laughs> shirt and uh, waistcoat and all that. Oh, it was, it was, an, it was an interesting few hours. <laughs> it was very, very hot and sweaty. and But it was good. It was a good gig. Was there a buffet? The, well, it was a buffet. He got, he got fed. I did get fed. He got oh, like a very nice, it lovely. Meal. It was like um, it was like a three meat dinner. So there was like pork, chicken, and beef all on the same plate, yeah. and like a bit oh. of carvery sort of. Yeah, yeah. But like, I've never gotten three meats at a carvery before. <laughs> no. no, I don't think so. Yeah. I um, you just pick one and then. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, I guess I suppose at Toby Carvery you can do that. I don't actually. Yeah. I don't. I don't enjoy meat on a carvery. I'm no. there what? for the. I'm. I'm there for the veg. The Yorkshire puddings. The potatoes and the gravy. I'm not bothered about the meat. Roasties, though. Oh, yeah. Well, all yeah, the potatoes. Roasties. In <laughs> every form. All the potatoes. <laughs> Mash, boiled. Roasted. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a meat kind of man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll leave that there. You can keep that sample. Jack loves his meat. Yeah, you can, you can sample that whatever you, whatever you want. Right. Um, <laughs> and Got then, my new text alert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that's going to be the name of the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> definitely, the definitely. meat, the meat man. Um, but but yeah, and then Saturday uh, was uh, the gig that we all did together, which I think we'll talk about in a separate yeah, section because we'll we'll, we've got quite a bit of conversation for that. And then Sunday, I was at Stack as well during the day. I love Stack, absolutely you love do, it. It's you? great. Like it is the best and easiest gig ever, and it's brilliant. Um, my mum and dad and my grandma and granddad came, which was lovely. Uh, I know you all listen, so hiya. I'll, I, I promise I'll stop me swearing. I haven't, sw- <laughs> I haven't swore so far. Not yet. Not yet. Still, still time. time still time. Because uh, we were just saying there, my mum said to the lads the other day, she was like, get Jack the tone down his swearing, you know. She's so. going to know that we've told oh, you now. That's it. She's going to know that we've She's not going to like her anymore. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kath. Did you get a little swear jar in the middle? That's a shout. <laughs> Go get like a mic over it so you can hear like the money yes. going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not going to happen this week though. I'm not going to swear. Good lad. I'm, I'm, Good lad. Uh, I'm putting it out there. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'll try, try my best. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Stack was class. Love Stack. And uh, yeah, the family enjoyed it. So it was, it was good all around. Very nice. Okay, so it's time for... 
What are you listening to? So, what have we been listening to? We'll go you first, Soph. Or me first. Yeah. All right. So, I did a drum lesson last week as part of my Hit Like a Girl prize. Mm-hmm. And I started learning some time signature stuff. Um, this one's not that interesting, time signature wise, but I've never heard the song before. But it's "Making a Fire" by the Foo Fighters. Okay, but oh, it's right. on it's on their new album, but it's in like three four, and it's got a really cool drum beat on it. So then, I didn't recognize it, but I'm quite a big fan of the Foo Fighters. But I haven't actually listened to the new album yet. Mm-hmm. So on the way when driving to a gig, I listened to the album in full. It's really good, and actually. It's it's up there with one of my favorite ones now. Is that the, the is that the album cover where it's like concrete and it's got the yellow? No, symbol no, that on. was that was the one previous. This one's Medicine at Midnight. It's like right. neon pink and blue. I don't think I've. I I wasn't mega into it. I don't right. think it got promoted that much, did it? Really? It came out like in lockdown, I think. Did it? Yeah, like it, like back in twenty twenty, I think, because it was their tenth album and it was like a anniversary album as well. Like it, it was right, like twenty five years right. of foos and stuff. Um. No, I actually so. think it's a really good album. Not my favourite. The one, yeah. the concrete one is actually my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Which is... What's the song with... Run. You run, I love that, me. I think it's a wicked <laughs> it's, song. It's like, ironic, right? Because when that album came out, I, I was at, it was a time where, like, I, I liked how raw the Foo Fighters were. Like, because, you know, they record analogue and um, it's, yeah, it's yeah. very, like, old school. But that album was the first time they ever did anything, like... Uh, modern and digital. I think because they got. I might Sears. be wrong. Yeah, Sia's producer. It was a person that um, produced it's it. It's Greg Kirsten, isn't it? He does I'm Adele sure stuff as name. well, doesn't he? Greg Kirsten. Yes. I, know, I think he worked with Liam Gallagher as well. Recently. And he was in. What's the band he's in? Is he called Bird in the Bee or something? I don't know. I think it's Greg Kirsten though, that they worked with. I think. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I think even. Again, I might be wrong, but I think Dave said that just even through listening to what his daughters listened to, and like that was a bit more poppy. Yeah. That it was like a way of introducing it into that album, which might be why I like it though, because I'm I, I like pop music. But again, like what what I mean to say is that like I used to love the old stuff for the reason it was made, like it was all raw and kind of done the way, and and they did every album the same. And then when they did that one, I was like, oh, well, that's not the Foo Fighters and all that. But then I I went back and listened to it not so long ago, and I loved it for the reason that I used to not like it. If that makes sense. I think. Being a musician and doing more recording and stuff, I think I appreciate modern recording way more um, and the way things are done and production as a whole. Like, I find it a bit more interesting, I guess. So, but the new album, I... I Have you listened to it all the way through yet, though? Yeah, when it, when it, came, when it came out, I did. I, I, granted, I haven't listened to it since then, so maybe it deserves another listen, but uh, I don't know. I didn't think it was like... <laughs> there wasn't a song that stood yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So... A good choice, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Just despite I'm that, I'll have to have a listen to it. Like, because I don't think I've listened to the new album. No, no, so I'll have to have a There's another good song on it, but the chorus is um, Guillotine Queen. I can't remember the name of the song, but oh, that's right. in the chorus, and that's like a really, really good song as well. Is that that called, and Megan and Fire is really good. What it's called? I don't know. It sounds like a good name for a track. If it is Guillotine Queen, Guillotine no, just the Queen. chorus is, is class. I'll find out. Actually, the Foo Fighters have released a new album. Even Another new, one, even, even newer than that. Really? That was from but, their horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. under the name Dream Widow. It's actually like as someone who used to be like massively into like black metal. It is class. Like, I, have, I, have that Bee Gees cover album been released yet? Is it a cover album? Yeah, they were. They, they oh my few, god, it I is. It yeah, has, they did yeah. a full album. I didn't know it was the, a full the, album. They've been the releasing DGs, all sorts. Haven't it? DGs, that's DGs. it. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to have a listen to that. Find out the name of the other one. 
Is it Cloud Spotter? Yeah, it is because I've liked it. Yes, it was Cloud Spotter. Cloud Spotter, another good one. Making a fire and Cloud Spotter. Right, nice. Scott. What about Mate, yourself? I've been. I got Spotify suggested a remix for us, and do you know Marvin Gaye's song "Mercy, Mercy Me." Yes, probably. it's a remix of that, and it is unbelievable. By who? It's by a, an artist called Super Duper. <laughs> right, it's American, <laughs> and there's he's done a few different ones, like remixes of like old soul songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's unreal. I, I know you like a remix, Jack. I do like Actually, speaking of which, haven't you got a remix out? I do, yes. I think we might have spoke about it last time, but it's definitely out now if you want to go check it yes. out. I'll link it down in the description below on YouTube. Uh, it's a remix of um, my song called Trying. And yeah, it, it's just, it, it was one of those things where like... Everyone was, loves a remix, don't Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like, we are joking on being like, oh, we should totally make like a remix of this. Yeah. And then Alex just did it. I was like, all right, great, there we go. So, Sorted. Yeah, it's just a bit of fun, really. Um, but it turned out great. So, yeah, why not? Um, yeah, go check it out. It's in the description below. So, that, that was mine, Remix. Lyndon, what about you? I remember something that I have actually been listening to. Brilliant. It's by Jeff Lynn, obviously. Fab. Yeah, It's an album called Long Wave. Right. It's basically lots of covers, oh, but in I... his style. Yes. I can't remember when it came out. I think it was the 90s. Yeah. I think it was his second solo album. Um, but it's just loads of covers by Jeff Lynne. He's my favourite artist. Is that the one in case I've not mentioned it before. Is that the one where the album covers like an old street? Yes, you, you said, you said yeah, it, yeah. it looks like it's an old street in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Which it probably is. It's like a really old, it's got like Victorian lamps and stuff in it. But um, but yeah. And what songs has he covered on it? Uh, it's got At Last. Right. Um, oh, I get it. Somewhere Beyond the Sea. Yeah. Mercy, Mercy. It's got loads of great songs on it. Oh, great. But there's a few, I think there's a couple of originals, but it's mainly just covers. Yeah. And, and he did every, literally yeah. everything on the album from start to finish. He produced it, mixed it. I think someone else mastered it, but yeah. But yeah, he did everything on that. So I like when artists cover songs because, like, you hear them totally different, like, in a way that you wouldn't have ever yeah. imagined beforehand. Yeah. Like, it's brilliant. Fundamentally, they're, they're terrible quality productions. Oh, because he does everything Jeff's himself. done everything himself. Yeah. It's not like he's had a professional do it. It's him. But okay. it's sort of, I like that about it. It's sort of... Yeah, but he's good, though. It's not like... Oh, he's... yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of VLO stuff like that as well. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that album's really good. Oh, very good. Yourself. There we go. Sorry. I, I, was, I was waiting to be asked. I didn't want to just jump in. <laughs> just go for it, man. Being polite. Being polite. Uh, so... There's a country artist called Miranda Lambert, who I really like, oh. and she released a new album a few months ago. was yet to check it out, only heard the singles off it, uh, and it's an album called Palomino, and it's brilliant. It's very good. It's a cool name for an album. It's it's a place name, I think. Is it Italian? Yeah, the front of it's like a desert, isn't it? I think Palomino is a place in Tennessee, I think. On Tennessee, really? I, think. I don't know. I should have researched that. Anyway, you can find out. <laughs> um... But it's great. It's just like, it's actually a really nice album. Like it's it's mega country, um, but it's just sweet. It's nice. Right, yeah, she talks yeah. a lot about like she's got this great song on it called "Tourist," and it's about her not really knowing where she belongs and kind of like you know she kind of just travels around and doesn't really feel like she has a hometown. And it's just lovely. Like she's just got some great songs on it. Um, there's the absolute country song called if i was a cowboy you know which is <laughs> of course which is great um and um, the musicianship on it is just stellar i oh, it's a, a lot it's of country really... stuff is though isn't it Mus- the musicians are at the top of their game i was i was having this country conversation stuff. with a guy at the wedding talking about because he was he was a bit confused when i was talking about country music he was yeah. like wow country music what do you mean you know and i kind of had to explain like about you know more, more modern country not so much country right, and western aye, aye. 
Um, nothing wrong with country western. Country western's great. Um, but I was saying about you know the, the musicianship on country music, like all those musicians, they're just out of this world. The like, best musicians in any genre. I I I, I would agree, hundred percent. Because like they're all completely on it. Oh, would the would it be able to pick that up? It wouldn't have picked that up. No. Oh, well, the plane's just gone by. <laughs> the plane's just gone by. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, Awesome album, and I'd definitely recommend it. If you like your country and you like Miranda, I think it's probably the best, best thing she's ever done. All right, nice. I think it's really, really good. So that would be my recommendation. So as mentioned previously in this week's episode, uh, we all did a gig on Saturday, which was really cool, actually. Genuinely had so much fun. We played in HMV in Eldon Square in Newcastle. Uh, bucket list gig for me. I thought it was brilliant. It oh, was, you were loving I've it, weren't you? I've seen so many bands there. Um, and to say you've played on HMV, I mean, how cool is that? I mean, it's just awesome. So we had such a laugh. Um, the four of us played, uh, did a mixture of originals and covers and just had a good laugh, really. It was it was great. It was mid-afternoon, like. Um, yeah. Absolutely loved it. Um, I'm actually playing in the Metro Centre on Saturday. Coming. Oh, yes, are you saying? I'm doing it solo. It might be a bit, a bit more of a, just a normal gig, really, than a um, showcase or anything like that. But I Newcastle one was great. Thank you very much for having us. Uh and I, it was class. We're going to have talks about stocking the EP there when it comes oh, out. Oh, right, I. Nice. That's cool. Um, We've got like got... a live and local bit, haven't we? Exactly, I. So yes, I, the D. So they're, they're all up for kind of selling it, which is, you know, just, that's just ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know, like, it's, it's childhood tre- childhood dreams coming true, you know. So, but yeah, it was an awesome gig. The, the staff are class as well, aren't they? Oh, they're lovely. They're really nice. they're all, they, I didn't realise till afterwards, um... I, I'm not big on Twitter. I don't really use it that much. Um, but I know H- HMV the whole time were kind of tweeting things and stuff. But then I noticed that some of the members of staff were as well on their own accounts. Oh, were they? Uh, I didn't realise until afterwards. Like, I had, like, a few tweets, like, I've been added. Yeah. Um, so so thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, and it was just it was just lovely. Absolutely had the best time. Kind of re- reassured, re- reiterated that I'm doing the right thing. That, I, like, I, I really love... <laughs> what I'm doing and like I'm really appreciative that people are enjoying it and it's just I had such a good time I'm very proud very proud of it mm. I have to admit it was, and, good, it was good. the first gig actually playing it all together it was it was, it was our very first gig yeah. Yeah. all yeah. playing live together it, it went, went well it went okay. I thought it was good yeah I did it went really well nice. obviously vlogging coming yes I did vlog it I did vlog it uh, I haven't put it together yet like um, but I, I I will in due course it'll probably be out uh It'll be out before this comes out, probably. No, now a track record. But just don't, just don't say anything, and you'll see it at some point. Yeah. yeah. If you're interested, it will be available somewhere. Yes. Um. But yeah, it was such a great day, and I I appreciate you all helping us out. No, I gave I gave Peter some gifts. Other. Oh, here we go. Here's a swearing. <laughs> I'm gonna swear no, soon because no, I'm because no, I'm stop him, Breathe. Stop him. Breathe. Oh, deep breath. Breathe. Deep breath. See, this is why I'm swearing. I just I get so tongue tied. I don't know how people present for like hours on end. Imagine if you were like and, uh, Ant and Deck or Dermot O'Leary. Like, what would you, you do? You have a screen then, though. At least you've got no what you're saying. Yeah, it's a good point. So you just yeah. get four auto cues. <laughs> That'd be just great. Plan everything. We'll script it. Yeah. Aye. I. Th- that's why I like a podcast though, because it is unscripted. Off the cuff. Like, it is. I mean, it is off the cuff in here. I go off on tangents and ended up effing and jeffing and all sorts. <laughs> so not this week though. No, not, not no. This, this week. is going to be a swear-free podcast. Absolutely no swearing. No swearing at all. I have like the word swear with one of those like red signs with a bar across. Anyways, yes. um, but yes, HMV was class. Thank you to everybody who 
came out and we'll probably end up doing it again at some point which would be awesome um yeah it was awesome thank you very much i'm not sure how into podcasts you guys are apart from presenting this one but diary of a ceo you ever heard of that podcast or watched that no. podcast i've heard of it it's um stephen Bartlett. yeah i have yeah Does, is he the one that he advertises jewelry and stuff I think so. He's mm. one of the dragons on Dragon's Den. Yes, now. I have I have seen of it, I. So I don't really watch it religiously, but anytime there's a good guest on, I have a watch. And he had James Bay on recently. Oh, right. Um I sent it to you. I listened to it. And we uh, we we both listened and well I, I watched it on YouTube. Uh very interesting. Very right. interesting. Really delved into like how he is with his mental health and like stuff that you just wouldn't expect someone of mm-hmm. his level to perhaps feel not that you know again people can be the richest people in the world and and have doubts and insecurities i mean you know it's it is it, it there's no uh equation or algorithm for that but it was really interesting um talking him talking about certain things like for example he was talking about how he supported ed sheeran on his stadium tour a right. few years ago and he said he had this like massive imposter syndrome, but it was like the other way than what you would expect. So it wasn't like I shouldn't be here. It was actually I should be headlining this and like believing oh, it. All right, I. And it was really. But interesting. he was like, he was really embarrassed to admit it. Like, yeah. yeah. Because I guess it's I guess it is a scary thing in case people would judge you for that because it's not a nice thought to have. I guess. Yeah, it it was interesting for sure. Like, and what I think what the point I'm trying to make is that like. I actually found it very relatable. Not so much that side of it, but like, you know, he talks a lot about like professional jealousy and then like his upbringing and all these kind of things. And it was kind of nice to see somebody of that level experiencing problems that probably lots of other musicians and creatives feel. And yet he's at the top of his game yeah, yeah. and still goes through it now. And I thought it was really interesting and actually quite inspiring because. I think probably, I imagine lots of musicians listen to this podcast because that's what we talk about. Lots and lots. Lots and lots. <laughs> Millions. All 66 <laughs> of you. Um, but I imagine that it's quite a common yeah, yeah. feeling. Um, but yeah, I found it very interesting. I'll have to have a look. It was good. I'm was pretty sure watch. I saw the, the little trailer clip they put yeah. together. I think it was suggested on Instagram or whatever. Sure. But I think I'll, I'll check it out. I think it's like, it was an hour and 45 minutes or something. Was it? It's like it's long, long, but yeah. it's like, it's, it was in, worth it. it's in depth though. Yeah, I, yeah. I listened to it in bits is, anyway on Is drives. that the podcast that Matt Hancock went on? Yes. Thought, yeah, I thought it was. He's yeah. had a lot of good guests on. He's had Russell Howard, Jimmy Carr. But you can tell it's real though. Like when he asks him the questions and the answers that they're given, it's not like promote your album um, here it's like he didn't he talked about his album for like five minutes that but, was it oh voice break sorry oh. but didn't the guy say it's not even scripted like he doesn't have questions in mind he kind of just goes off the like conversation that. yeah it's a bit more professional than our unscripted <laughs> podcast but you know we get by we yeah get by. we get by absolutely but i think it's worth a watch it's uh it's it's, it's very interesting and yeah it was nice it was good it was very uh reassuring if anything else to be honest it was nice so so we were in the studio the other day, and not to record ourselves, um, the lads and I uh, recorded a showreel for the Houndcats. You may remember on the first podcast, uh, a guy called Jack Harvey came in, and we were talking to him. He's from the Houndcats. And actually, 
on the last podcast, I think we mentioned that I was doing a gig with them. Yes, we did. And we may have mentioned the show real. No, don't think we did. Either way, um, after the gig, uh, two days after the gig, I should say, we, we recorded their show reel for a, their trio. Uh, and it went really well. It was really good. Yeah, we did, yeah, it, it was... did it at Loft Studios in Newcastle. Uh, and it went really well. Scott just showed us a preview there. It sounds great. Uh, it, we're trying to do more behind, the, behind the camera stuff, yes. I think. Um, learning from uh, our dear friend who lives in America now, Alex Williams. Um, he's kind of passing the torch, if you like, because uh, unfortunately he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's, not, he's not around. He's not dead. He's just in America. Um, <laughs> That's the same yeah. thing, Jack. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> we sometimes get him on Facetime, being like, "Have we done this correctly?" and all this kind of stuff. Alex, I, can you help? Yeah, <laughs> I think he'd be proud because he he knows what he's doing. He's very good. He's very talented. He's done all of my music videos um, and uh, even the remote stuff that he's done, where he's been on Facetime and we've had to do the camera stuff. Like he's he's very good at what he does. He mm. edited all anyway. Um, so yeah, we're kind of trying to take a, a leaf out of his book and do our own. Uh, in-house production, filming, whatever you want to call it, thing. Uh, and we're calling it Lime Tree Productions. Productions. We are indeed. Uh, the channel will be linked below if uh, you're watching this on YouTube. Um, there's already a video Yeah, up there's there. one video up there. The Archer session me and Lyndon did with Kieran Bowen and Elizabeth Liddell at yeah. the Archers and Time Out. That's currently up. And yeah, we're just hoping to get stuff done and just get a portfolio together. Absolutely, yeah. See where it goes. How dis- How different is it going into like a studio where you haven't like used all the equipment and stuff before like on like production side of it oh, that's a good question is it yeah. like completely like do you know what you're doing like when you get I there was it completely with, different with Loft because we'd been before and the, the sound stuff like Lyndon was doing all the audio recording and stuff you were pretty comfortable using it weren't you because we sort of knew how it would work using it was fine because they, they use logic and I use logic anyway so that's fine but setting everything up, I wouldn't have had a clue how. Oh to yeah, do they it. had the the guys there, weren't they? Because they have preamps and all sorts of things to set up, and it's just like I've no idea. They've got a massive big patch bay, and if you don't know how everything's patched together, I don't know how you know I went to plug things in. Yeah. But uh, so they were very crucial to the day. Otherwise, we'd still be there now. Yeah, <laughs> plugging things in and going, "Is it this one?" But um, but you you said that you'd be happy enough to just do it. With, from your own setup, like you'd have the interface, your laptop, whatsoever. So you, yeah, we, we wouldn't need a space. We could have done it that recording. way. Yeah, all, all we'd need if we were to do it somewhere else, we have all we'd need stuff. would be the space. Yeah, because and power. I, I have all of the recording equipment to take. You know, well, that's how we do the try and shoot off-site, if you will. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, but it was all right. I just didn't know how different it is, like going from what yeah. you know to like a different environment. Yeah. The joy is we're pretty self-contained with all the cameras well, and exactly. the recording equipment. We have everything. We just sort of need more of the know-how. Yeah, and the, which is why we're developing. Which is why things. we're doing we'll it. It'll be trial and error, but by the end of it, yeah, we'll be a you know hopefully pretty good. So, oh, yeah. I think we're 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 very lucky that we've got the experience of working with Alex and having uh, and being thrown at the deep end doing those videos sort of thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the remote stuff. I mean, that try and shoot. We've mentioned it before, but that was difficult. Um, have you ever talked about it on here? Is it just I think we'll have, haven't we? We must have. You just don't go to You're the biggest fan, so if you listen, yeah, so, listen. So, have we talked about it? I feel like you didn't really delve much into it. Just oh, let's talk were, about that then. You were just breezing, breezing <laughs> well, past it because it was traumatic. So we did a, a live version of my song, Trying, in my friend's cafe called The Coffee Bank in Chesley Street. Go check it out. Lovely coffee. And 
we thought, oh, this would be this would be easy. This would be great. Oh, it was it was a long shoot and changed my perception on life. To be honest with you, because <laughs> just, I, I, never again, never again. It was so. The reason it was difficult was we had to wait till the cafe was closed. Obviously, because we couldn't yes. do that when there was customers there. So it closed. I think just before six, and we got there just after six. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't leave till about half eleven. I left a lot earlier than that. You one. left earlier, yeah. You're, <laughs> Lucky you, bugger. You, you, you were sort of wrapped up by a certain time. I was done. <laughs> oh, we, we were done as well. We had to pack down. So, we had so, to stay. Some of us were more stressed than others. Uh, probably safe to say. <laughs> I, I, I was done about an hour in, to be honest. I, I, I think the the problem was is. Well, okay. It took us a while to get the audio kind of going. There was a few. Ah, there was a few, few hiccups there. there. Yeah, that was more your interface. It was. Than anything. Yes. If, it hadn't been set up before. Yeah. If if that would have happened, then we would have been yeah. Get away. There's. I set up everything perfectly. <laughs> it was just the interface, but we'll if, know for next time, so it's fine. If we had Alex there or somebody else there to help us out with the cameras, that would have been enough. That would have been hand. Yes. Rather than on a phone. <laughs> Pointing, yeah. pointing screens at screens all day exactly so after every take or after every time we did something we had to go and have a look at the cameras and move the cameras but we were the band it was just the four of us exactly. there so it was difficult on that aspect um, I feel like we've learned a lot yes it was I think, an ex- a bonding experience I think that experience actually it aided has us helped. a lot in the Houndcat shoot and exactly yeah projects. well it's 1% musicianship 1% camera work and 98% patience. Oh, yes. yeah. That's pretty much how it comes I, you know, I, I really thought I was a patient person until that day. Oh, it's, it was stressful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the needing to set everything up beforehand. Because yeah. being the musician, obviously, I had to set up all the musical equipment. And Which also, in itself is a job for someone. But because it's a coffee shop, there's tables in places where you'd need to be set up. So there's that as well as... Because we, we, we set like, the desk up somewhere else, didn't we? We were yeah. in a window. And we, we, we were basically like goldfish for the day because there was no screens or anything. People or were just curtains. walking past watching we do it. I, I thought there, there was, was shutters and there, and there wasn't shutters. So that, yeah. But I actually had to open the window and climb outside to get that away from my drum well. we always was, We always do things on warm days. Let, let's agree. Anytime we're doing anything film-wise, it either has to have aircon or we don't do it. I think we should publicly announce when we start doing things because you guarantee it'll be a nice day and people can go to the beach. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> so next time we're doing something we'll let you know and then you'll know it'll be a sunny day and it'll be the hottest day ever well, the next one actually going to be outside though isn't it oh you're not talking about that what are we talking about so I'm sorry I, I'm slightly confused one. oh no it's, well it's inside you're not talking about that I know but it's technically outside isn't it it's like inside yeah, outside yeah, the barn's windows. got doors I know but they're open hence Door, the doors will be closed oh right, I'll take it back no so we're doing another live video shoot for another song called Sober, which is actually the theme tune of this podcast. Yes, so you have heard it before. So you have heard it before. Um, and we're doing it in my friend's barn, basically. Um, and I'm telling everybody now, completely on the record... The doors are going to be closed. It, it, <laughs> it's going to be hard. So be prepared. Yes, <laughs> no, what, I, what I mean to say is, on the record, we're not having another stressful shoot like the trying one. No it's going to be bliss. We're going to take with time... There's there's no kind you of said it now. There's no well, kind of because we've we've learned. But I'm not going to be learned. there for the setup, so I'll be. I'll what, be what's sound. the date of the shoot? It's the 23rd of September, I think. Well, there you go. You've heard it from us that that day is going to be very very hot. It's going to be a scorcher. It's going to uh, be very warm. Well, <laughs> he's got he's got air conditioning in the barn. Has he? Yeah, but everyone else can have this information now. They can go to the beach. Oh right. Have okay. a barbecue in the garden. I see what you mean. 
I don't really. I'm a bit confused. No, anyway, also, I don't, I don't no. You must say every time we you. do something, the weather's always lovely. Yes. yes. So we should publicly announce when we're doing stuff because everyone in the country will know the weather's going to be so nice. Have a nice and then plan nice nice family meals and barbecues because the weather is going to be boiling. Oh, did, did you at home get that? I've I've, I've, I've sort of got it now. <laughs> I was that there. took me a while. It's a bit. Uh, do you know it's too hot? It's just too hot. Uh, <laughs> took yeah. me ages. So yeah, sober. We're doing a done. shoot anyway, so that'll be fun. But we but have learned we're gonna s- go set things up, get everything right, and then a, come have away. Break, yeah, ha- have mm. come away from it so we can cool down everything before we actually play. Do hair and makeup. Yes. And then chill out. That that that's the way to do it. Like, yeah, definitely. Couple of gins. <laughs> Loosen up. <laughs> Loosen up. <laughs> Loosen up. See you, what happens. I've even bought that hat. Yes, you have. I bought a hat. You look very cool. Yeah, yeah. I should have wore it today. <laughs> I, I was I was wearing it yesterday. It's a cool hat. It'd be too hot to wear it today. Well, it keeps the sun off your face, so it's, it's your good. inside. Well, that's that's a good point. <laughs> I suppose that lamp you can keep the lamp off your face. That's true. Oh, oh oops. bottle. So I, there we go. Sober. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it was meant to actually be tomorrow. It was actually when, was it tomorrow? Was that the original date? I think. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad so, it's not because yeah. that would have been very warm. I'm glad it's not too Well, actually, it's meant to be thunderstorm. No, I know tomorrow, it's supposed to be cool. So I don't know if you want to be in a barn. Oh, in a I think it's going to be like 16, oh, God, 70 degrees tomorrow. Yeah, the recording will be interesting if there was thunder in the background. It would be great. That'd be though. cool on video, though. Imagine oh, especially if you're sober. That's perfect. I can imagine if it hit on the beat oh, as well. Cool. If you had the doors open and a flash of light, then no, that would look really cool. It would be great if it was like, do do, doors open. That'd be great. It will do, And then Meatloaf appears. Okay, so weeks and weeks ago, we mentioned about doing a segment when we had guests on, and then we've not had any guests on. <laughs> so we're going to do it now, because we've got a guest on. Woo. So we're calling this... Oh, we didn't make a theme tune. We'll make one later. Yeah. Maybe put this in the edit if we get it done in time. We're going to call it the Lime Tree Time Machine. The Lime Tree Time Machine. So the concept is self. You can go back in time to anywhere, any time any place whatever and it's the rule that you have to stay there oh I can't remember what was said well, it, was back, so. it was back or forward you did like a, you can go to the past or the future yeah yeah but you can say when as well though I think it's just a case of where would you like to go you where would you like to stay to there you can come back whatever just what place or you, time would you, you want your to go to your perspective Lyndon was you stayed there and so, so you yes. were really careful about what you chose. Yes, I think you went future, didn't you? I chose the future. If we had to stay there, I chose the future because I didn't want to have to live through, you yes. know, terrible bits of history. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. With that being said, like compared to this history, no, I, I would say just for one concert in particular, right? I would love to have been there for the James Taylor and Carol King live at the Troubadour. Oh, aye. That would be. I'd just go for the concert. I'm not really bothered about staying in the decades. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like just a seat. For a couple hours I'd like and come a, back. a seat at the show and then leave it there. Yeah, that, but, well, that was one of our points. Was musical. If we could just well, go that's and the come thing. Back, We've been a musical like podcast. Live Aid and Woodstock. Yeah. And it was all those big mm. festivals and stuff. Then see, I'm not bothered about the going to the festivals, but I would like to be there because I've got the vinyl oh, yeah. for it as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that would have been a really special show to go see. Yeah, it's but, a good album as well, actually. Yeah. Again, not bothered about staying there. No. <laughs> get a quick picture with with Carol King and then yeah. with with your modern iPhone just <laughs> yeah, to confuse yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> quick selfie. Time yeah, traveler. That's that's what I would say. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. What were our answers? Can you remember? I don't, who wanted to go to the future? I think Me. It, it, it was Linda. If I had to go and stay there, right? Then it would have been okay, the future. fair enough. If I could pop back, how then... far into the future though? 
<laughs> few hundred years. Hundreds. Yeah. Maybe thousands. We'll not be years. around then. Oh no, we'll all be dead. So you'll just you'll transport there, teleport there even, and you'll die. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you go back to the past and not be born. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it sounds a bit like Futurama. What you're kind of getting at here. Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. You'd have I, think, to, I think we mentioned that on the podcast as well, Futurama. You'd have to it. sort of find what family you had left and make new friends because they'd all be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so there's downsides to it as well. Lo- quite lonely, the future. Mm. It would be until you've made friends. See, yeah. I, I would even go like 20 years just to see what, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And then, and if I'm not happy with it, go back and change it. Is it in Family Guy where they go in the future for like 100 years and it's all burnt down and it's just like a derelict oh, I place? <laughs> I don't know. That could happen. That is the downside like... of... Uh, you get, out, you get out the DeLorean, it's just like rubble and fire. And, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would be interested to see what, what happens in 20 years, though. Like, what would have... I mean, yeah. providing we don't die, we'll find out. I, know, but, um, I want to know yeah. now. <laughs> I, I would like to know now and then change it if it's not where I want it to be. I, I guarantee you, it won't be where you want it to be. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go 20 years in the future. Get a sports almanac over the last 20 years yes. and let's make some bets. That'd be great. That's definitely not a plot to one of my favourite films. No, we should write this down. This is good is stuff. Good stuff. It's Back to the Future 2. Oh, I only watched one. Oh, I love Back to the You've Future 2. You've not seen all the Back to the Futures. Oh, what a, what a no. trilogy. I have um, to watch them back to back. See, but you this, can't just watch this, one. See, I, I that's the thing because I'm, I'm open to watching number two. But if I was to watch it with Jack, I have to watch one again. <laughs> that, that's fine. Yeah. I, you in agreement? Like, That's yeah. fine. If I watched it with you, I'd have to watch one, two, and three. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not for How it. many hours is that though? Not that many. There were probably a couple of hours each. That's, I don't even, I don't even think they're two hour films. They're probably like one hour forty yeah, piece. Like bad. so, I liked one. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm happy just having one. One's the classic, <laughs> but I love number two. It is cool, number two. I right? might have watched bits of number two. It's great. Like I love when. He goes back in time in 1955 yeah. and then he's on stage and he's like, he's on stage playing Johnny Be Good, no, the other me. It's, oh, it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. Two's the best one. I, I think it is. Yeah. Three's okay. Three's I li- okay. I like that's it. That's the one set in the West. Yeah. I think that's the thing with Back to the Future. They're all just mint, aren't yeah. they? That's why you they're, can't just watch one. They're not one. bad at all. But I love everything about is that, it. Is like, that your favourite? Number two. No, uh, favourite film, Back to the Future. No, you, you, you keep getting oh, this sorry. wrong. Yeah, no. What is your favourite film? That's a good question. We should ask that, shouldn't we? Okay, let's go around the room. What's right. your favourite film? My favourite film is a film called Rockstar. Okay. Starring yes. Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. And it is a great movie. If you, you lent me this when we first met. Yeah, and your response was, please don't do that to me. Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? So I'll, I'll tell you the premise and then you can see what I, I mean. So that. Mark Wahlberg, it's based on a true story. Mark Wahlberg idolises this band in the 80s and he's in a tribute band for this band in the 80s. The singer of the real band leaves and the band find him and say, do you want to join? So he literally gets his dream role, right? Um, and then he lives the life. Um, his girlfriend, Jennifer Aniston, ends up cheating on her and leaving her and living the life as a rock star. And then, uh, without wanting to give the plot away here, should I give it away? Yeah, I'll give it away. If you if, Skip 10 seconds if you don't want to hear how this movie ends. Basically, he decides he doesn't want to be in the band anymore, passes the torch to yet an, a, another young singer, mm-hmm. uh, and decides to go solo, and then gets back with Jennifer Aniston, as you should, because Jennifer Aniston's great. So that's and then that when I lent it to you, you were like, "Don't, don't, please don't do that to me. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't leave me. Don't, you know, and all this." So 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, the, the oh, cheating right. side of things, not oh, the rock star right, bit. I, see. I can't really remember the film, to be honest. Oh, it's a great movie. You should, honestly, <laughs> that it's was a very, years ago. It, well, it's a good movie. I watched it recently, actually. It is, it's, it's very good. Like, the cast of the band are all famous musicians. Mm-hmm. So, I can't remember his name, but it's the guy out of Dokken on bass. Um, Jason Bonham is on drums, John Bonham's son. Yeah, yeah. And... Zach Wilde is the guitar player, and Zach Wilde wrote all the songs as well, which is pretty cool. Um, and then there's like a smattering of other people in it who are pretty famous as well. It was it was a big movie back in the day. So, what would your favorite film be? I was I was having to think there while I'm trying talking. to think as well. I'm, I'm I'm a comedy guy. I like comedy films. Is it easier to have one favorite film or a couple? Well, I'll come from this angle. There's a particular actor that's my favorite comedy actor. I reckon I could guess who Adam Sandler. No. Oh. Yeah, he's my favorite. Will I Ferrell. like him. Oh yeah, oh, you can right, see Step okay. Brothers. That's up there with one. Of, I also like um, oh, Talladega Nights. I, I can Nights. never pronounce it correctly. Talladega. It's so fucking good. I prefer Talladega over Step Brothers. Him and no, you Will Ferrell now. and John C. Riley. Oh, did he swear? Did he? Yeah. Hey, get the swear job. Have you sworn? I've not got anyone. I don't think I have. I don't think you have. have I swore? No. I'm sorry. I've taken it up now. I've done well. My apologies. Anyway, yeah. Any Will Ferrell comedy film, I just fucking love him. I love Talladega. I did it, I did it again! <laughs> God's sake! Your mom's not going to be pleased. Hey, Kathy, you shouldn't be telling me, I should be telling Scott off. Yeah. Right, I'm going to shut up, there you go. That's okay. mine. Lyndon? Um, the Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. Okay. That's my favourite film. That's not the Star Wars film I would think would be your favourite. Okay, which, which one do you think would be your favourite? My favourite, you, you're kind of zoning out here, aren't you? You've never seen them. <laughs> uh, my favourite is... Return of the Jedi. Okay. Because I think it's just a nice movie. Like, it's like... A, it, I mean, it's a great movie. It rounds it off really nicely. And, like, I like the remastered version where you can see the ghosts and it's, like, actually the actor and not... No? I hate that. Do you? Yeah, I hate George Lucas's edits on the... Really? Yeah. He just overdid it. I like the originals. We've got the tapes. If I have to watch it, I have to watch the tapes. Seriously? Yeah. You'll get I, it online? It's the modern version. Oh, I see what you mean. All right, I it's it's you. got all of George Lucas's yeah, yeah, digital you. edits that Sorry, he's put I in, mean. and at the end, it's like everyone, like Darth Vader dies, and then suddenly he's a young man as a ghost. Because they've got you just spelt it all for me there. <laughs> it's, it's been out since the seventies. I don't think I've spoilt anything. But, but say no, he's just he ruined it. That just reminds me, right? Because I, I know this probably happened back in the seventies as well. But you know, when the Force Awakens came out, yeah. Apologies, this is a spoiler, so please skip ahead if you've not seen it. But uh, I remember we walked out of the cinema, my family, after seeing the Force Awakens, and my brother, no word of a lie, as. Walking past the queue of everybody else walking in goes, oh, yeah. oh my God, Han Solo died. As every, <laughs> passing every single person. I knew before I went to watch the film that he died. I didn't know he was going to die, but then... Part or of me, is he dead? Well, is, yes, is it, isn't it? Part of me probably should have realised because Han Solo... Uh, sorry, not Han Solo. Harrison Ford hates the character anyway. Yeah, he wanted, him to, he wanted George Lucas to kill him off in the original trilogy. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Just so it would be done, you wouldn't have to do anything ever again. Yeah, there was yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. So he finally got his wish, I suppose. So you don't like the ghost bit? No. Even the even the original. No, the original's fine. So you don't like it, it is, when it is the actor you see when they take the helmet off. He's an old man. Yes. But it's not like when Obi Wan dies, they don't get Ewan McGregor to do it. They they get Alec Guinness. Yeah. And he, George Lucas didn't change that, so why change Anakin's bit? It just made no sense to us. Okay. 
It's that. like they've made suddenly made one young. I just don't like it. I don't know. Because it's because modern people wouldn't have known who the actor was. They would have known Hayden sure. Christensen as. Would you not say that it's it's cool though because uh, Anakin essentially died at that age? Possibly. I could I could sort of I mean? see you know if he's trying to do that, but that's a push. Have you not seen it? <laughs> Have I spoiled it for you by telling you that two of the main actors die? No, not really. Lyndon, Again, I've, I've, it came out in the 70s. I've, I've had a few conversations with Lyndon about it, about yeah. wanting to watch it at some point. You should. I think, I think it's something you should watch. There's 11 films, we can watch them all, it's fine. <laughs> but about half of them are good. Well, the original three are good. The original three are great. Rogue One's really good, I like that. I, like I did Rogue go One. and see one of the films at the cinema when it came out. I can't remember which film it was. It'll be the Phantom Menace attack the clones of Revenge of the Sith. The only thing I remember, the the way in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, that is, that, it is this, and there was a, this black ship thing that landed in the forest. <laughs> That's every movie. Uh, honestly, that is every movie. That's all I've got. I think um, it was one. What was the little ball thing? The white and orange ball thing. <laughs> BB8. Oh, so you've seen one of the new ones, they're not the original. Yeah, yeah. The With them, um, what you call her playing. Um... Daisy Ridley. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That, her first one, I think it was. It's Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Was that the one you were just talking about? Yes. As in, this is, gonna, this is like going to kill Jack that you just watched one random one yeah. in the middle. No, at least he's watched like the start of. I mean, I can't remember anything about it apart from the little orange and BB white and, thing yeah. in the forest and Daisy Ridley. That's funny. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you need to st- just start with the original trilogy. I, I recommend good. watching the, the original three, and then to be honest, you're probably all good, in, in my opinion. Right. I think there's, I think the, the prequels are okay. I know they're no. really. I know people hate them, but retrospectively, I think they're good. Uh, is it Revenge of the Sith? That which is the third film? Revenge of the Sith. That's a good one. Yeah. The other two, I wouldn't bother. In my opinion, right. Phantom, so got, Menace, thing is, Phantom Menace is great. It's got Darth Maul in it, and he's a great character. Oh, but it's te- no, it's terrible. I hate Phantom Menace. It's awful. Like it, 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 they just weren't ready to do another one. Like it, it, the CG is awful. Yoda isn't even CG. He's a puppet. He's a puppet. Yeah. Like oh, it's just it's not on. <laughs> oh God, a puppet. If I ever was gonna watch it, I'm not gonna watch. Not it now. watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined it, Jack. That's fine. That's fine. I'll just talk to Lyndon about still it. Still a good film, I'm convinced. But there you go. We oh, went it, off on a big tangent there. Sophie wouldn't see yours. Yes, film? What, I know. What's your favourite film? Sorry, we were talking about Star Wars for about. No, you an hour. should know mine. Mine's um, Dirty Dancing. Oh, yes. That's I a show. Yeah. I mean, I, I, growing up, I never watched films, like all the Disney films and everything, or even in teen years, never mm-hmm. watched it. I, I've always just watched musicals. Yeah. So Dirty Dancing's always like been my favourite for a long while now. Have you I, seen Keith Lemon's thing where he does it? <laughs> I, I, it's fucking hilarious. I'm not the biggest it? Keith Lemon fan. I just won so. again. <laughs> so sorry. You're not the biggest Keith Lemon fan? No. Oh, I, he takes, I loved him. Oh, he? did he, he recreate it or something? Him and Paddy yeah, McGinnis. Yeah. I just don't... Yeah, you showed me it because I said, Dirty Dancing is my favourite film and then you showed us it and I just didn't find it funny. I thought it was hilarious. I love Keith Lemon It was stuff. great. I don't think Keith Lemon's yeah. that funny. Through the keyhole as well. I, mean, I, I, I didn't like that. I didn't... Early Celebrity Juice was brilliant. It's a bit... Yeah, it is. It's a bit it's bad now. now. I, don't, I think it's been cancelled now, actually. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. The. It's sad that Dirty Dancing has a link to Keith Lemon. I thought, I thought they were Sorry great. for bringing it up. The, the best one he did was that Terminator one. That was great. Oh, that was cool. That was really funny. Yeah, he got yeah. Rick Astley to play oh, the Terminator. Yeah. That was great. That was so funny. Uh, some of his stuff he's done are really good. Like. I, well, to be fair, I was introduced to him probably way too early by my mum and dad because um, I used to watch Bow Selector as a kid. Yes, yeah, same. I used to love Bow Selector. I've got all the DVDs. It's great. 
Um, uh, we're still quoted in our house today. The, the sketch show, though, do you know the Mick Hucknell one we were talking yeah. about the other day? Where he's got these massive arms and he's trying to pick a ladder up, then Paul Weller, Paul, he plays Paul Weller and he's um, Mick Hucknell's neighbour. There's the Deck one as well, where yeah. they're in a bush truck at trial with um, what you Will call Miller. Him? Will Miller. Just, you're doing great, you're doing great. It's great. See, I'm just be it. a big downer. I, I generally don't find a lot of TV and films funny. It I depends like, what it is. I, I can't remember the last time I laughed at something like that. <laughs> Well, that's just quite a sad life, right. isn't it? Really, I mean. No, I just, I, I, I just don't get it. Like that kind of humour, just not. I just don't get it. No, that's fair. No, fair, no, enough. fair enough. No. So we were actually talking last night, uh, or the night before, me and mum and dad, about films that really didn't need a sequel. Yeah, basically, there. Yeah. Right. Basically, right. like the, the film was good enough on its own, or is good enough on its own because it didn't have a sequel or whatever. Dirty Dancing was one of them. Really didn't need a sequel. Incredibles. Right. Has it got a sequel? No. I don't think it does. Oh, right. I thought you were saying that didn't need the sequel. Both, like, films that don't have a sequel that definitely didn't need one and films oh, right. that got a sequel that really didn't need one. So, I think my answer was Ferris Bueller. That's completely good on its own. Um, Dirty Dancing was my mum's. Annie 2. Would you, be mine. You're saying Annie 2 is the one that shouldn't have been made? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Annie 1's fantastic. I'm with you. You said the Incredibles. Incredibles. I just said Incredibles. I like yes. the second one. Yeah. It wasn't as good. Don't get me wrong, but I liked. They the left it too long. The they first did. is just so good. Oh yeah, I agree. It's, nah, but it does leave on a cliffhanger. I know. If that cliffhanger wasn't there, if I wasn't watching the last ten minutes, it's I obviously think... the plan was to do one a bit sooner, and it just yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> but I, th- oh, yeah, Incredibles is my answer. That it's a good movie. Did you know that the hardest thing to animate in that was Violet's hair? Yes. <laughs> I, seen, I get why. <laughs> have you seen like all the test footage from no, it? No, I've not it, actually. Like they couldn't get it to like lie flat. So all the test footage is it like lifting up in the air <laughs> as if it's like being stuck to a balloon or something. So I think a lot of the movies from the 80s, to be honest, when they got those sequels, they just didn't need it. Like Ghostbusters, you didn't need a sequel to that. No. Like, that was terrible. No, that's true. Um, the amount of Jaws movies, you only need the one, you know. I think all the John Hughes films, they are just one film yeah. and they're all great. Pretty Woman, it's a great movie. Fast and Furious probably didn't need as many. Oh God, um, no! <laughs> as many films as they made. Still, don't really understand the plot of Fast and Furious. No, they're just cars and they race each other, and there's a bit of violence and a bit of. Did yeah. you write the blurb for these movies? Like <laughs> the rocks. In you it can tell bit. why his movie pitch career never took off. Yeah, can't yeah. you? <laughs> I think I want to go and see the sixth one of this. The film. I was going to say something. There was a a plane with cars that come out of it, but I'm sure that happens in every fast yeah. and furious film. It's a plane or a train or something else. Exactly. And then there's a black ship in a forest and like. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like a dad film. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just one that oh, I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's a, all the a men have rat. to watch to feel masculine. Like, oh, look Maybe. the cars. <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely a. a I don't want to gender stereotype, but it is a blokes. Yeah series I, th- I think I've never me, seen it my dad used to have um, hi dad if you listen I, he, he is <laughs> he is yeah not swearing though man so my dad used to have uh, a Subaru Subaru Impreza and oh, right, he used right. to go to a lot of car shows yeah, yeah. sideways <laughs> sideways <laughs> and uh, yeah we used to go to these car shows uh, quite a bit actually and my dad was oh, I feel bad I'm really sorry dad my dad was one of the older people there I'll mm-hmm. say because a lot of the people who what would are go, you trying to say? I know I, I couldn't word that nice. Sorry, Dad, I didn't mean it like that. What I'm trying to say is that most of the people who were there, the demographic was 
young lads who just souped up their Corsa um, and that kind of thing. That golf. <laughs> their golf. But you could tell all the people who were a bit older and had jobs because they all had like really nice sports cars like Subarus and Mitsubishis and like all that kind of stuff. Like do you remember on Tokyo when they had went to Jap Fest? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's the kind of car show that was there sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, I think that, I think cars, Fast and Furious, souped up courses or whatever it's a it is a bloke thing not the stereotype but yeah <laughs> i don't know why i ra- went on that ramble sorry yeah but dirty dancing's class but dirty dancing's very good <laughs> yeah. i don't like, good, I like a good musical grease uh, grease was on the other day for obvious reasons grease mm-hmm. does not need a sequel no grease is fine the sequel to grease have you seen it no oh don't just don't bother there's a sequel to it yeah i, I, yeah, I turned hard. it off like halfway through it's awful I never knew there was a sequel to it. it. It, I think they're trying to hide it. I think it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So I've, I've got the um, vinyl for Dirty Dancing, right? Oh yeah. And when you open it, you know they like the signature lift when they're in the water. Oh, aye, aye. When you open it, it pops up. Like a pop. <laughs> with, <laughs> like with a pop them doing yeah, yeah. Nice. It's class. That's cool. Is it gear full? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's me, me best vinyl. It's pretty cool. Rocky Horror. You don't need a sequel to that. I've not even seen it. Have you not? I've not either. I wouldn't bother. Oh, it's good. I love Rocky <laughs> Horror. I love Rocky Horror. It's great. You I didn't mind it. No. Oh, you'd like the music. Oh, okay. I'll have, to have a listen. It's like, it's all, it's based all around like 60s blues esque yeah. kind of stuff. Like, it's all jive kind of music. It's um, like the one musical. I know you like some musicals, but like Rocky Horror is your favourite, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen it a few times uh, in theatres and it's such a laugh because it's the only musical really where like heckling is really encouraged because it mm-hmm. becomes part of the show. Um, I don't know how I can explain it better than that actually. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. kind of why I didn't really enjoy it though. I'm like a massive theatre goer though. Like, theatre snob. I am. I see a lot of shows, but I like to sit in silence and watch yeah. the show and just having people shouting out and stuff. It was just a bit of a weird experience and like getting up and dancing. Like... My initial reaction is to, like, be annoyed. Just sit there yeah, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They don't do this anymore for health and safety reasons. But back in the day, when you used to go watch, you there's a scene where they get married. So everyone used to take bags of rice, and you would chuck the rice on the stage. And then when they when they get they get um, uh, the car bre- breaks down in the middle of this storm. So when they get out of the car and it's all raining, you meant to like you bring water pistols and spray the cast and stuff. They don't do that anymore. And forgive me that. If this is offensive, but like, I think it's more pantomime me than musical. Um, y- yes. In the way that it's ran and the, the audience interaction and everything. Yeah, it, it, it feels quite it's, pantomime. It's, it's it's got that. It's not like you're going to see a show. It's like a very interactive experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's part of it. I mean, everyone gets dressed up. You must have seen what people look like from Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, pe- yeah. People all get dressed up and stuff. I think when we go, we're the only ones not dressed up to be honest um it's not it's not really my thing to dress up like a transvestite so mind you i'll leave it with has this. it happened before no no so we went he has got long hair no well not anymore <laughs> not anymore but we went to it wasn't the last time we saw it, it was like the time before that this was a few years ago now we went to go see it and um some friends of ours i won't name them <laughs> for obvious reasons uh some friends of ours won some tickets just on the radio or whatever. Uh, and it was literally either the day before or the day of, right? So they rocked up and they said, oh, we'll meet you in the foyer. Just have a drink beforehand or whatever. And they came in 
uh, and uh, older couple came in full on suspenders, everything, right? And we were thinking they had them before they had the tickets. So how, like, that's a bit, do you know what I mean? We kind of put two and two together and we're like, hang on a minute. They might have been before. No, they hadn't. It was their first time going and they were wearing, (laughs) I won't name them. Um, But yeah, that was a bit eye-opening. So Nice. Yeah. So. (laughs) Everyone's got a hobby. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But no, I love Rocky Horror. I do. And yeah, it's a good show. Right, thank you very much for listening to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milchrist. Linda Filsko. Scott Charlton. Sophie Purvis. Uh, it's been lovely to have you. You should come back. It's yeah. as if you're on holiday or something. I know. Haven't got a job anymore. And then, <laughs> for now. Well, for, for now. now. For now. But yeah, we'll have you back and we'll talk to talk some more. I was going to swear there. I was actually about to swear and some I thought... Stuff. Oh, you've done so well I know. as well. I'm not going to. Talk Ma- some more stuff. Talk some more stuff. Not... I <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk some more stuff next time and uh yeah thank you very much have a good week see you soon